a mastermind group. It sounds like some top secret organization that only smart people can belong to, but it's not. In fact, I recently attended a mastermind event here in Vegas. And on this episode, we're going to talk about the power of the mastermind. I'm going to share some of my biggest takeaways from that meetup and hopefully give you some inspiration and suggestions on how you can take advantage of the mastermind principle as well. So sit back, grab a cool drink, and enjoy this episode of What's the Secret Podcast. Tired of being at the mercy of your job? Tired of watching your hard work fill someone else's bank account? Want control of your time and lifestyle? Well, if you want the real secrets, the gurus won't tell you of how ordinary people just like you and me, can create thriving businesses that deliver financial and lifestyle freedom, you're in the right place. Aloha. My name's Tom Gaddis, and welcome to What's the Secret Podcast. Aloha. Tom Gaddis here, and welcome to another episode of What's the Secret Podcast. Super excited to be here. I know my voice sounds a little scratchy today. I had a really long day yesterday. I'm Wrapping up my stay here in Las Vegas, uh, it's official. I have decided to move here, and uh, over the past few days, we've we found a house. We've been getting it set up and ready for our return, and uh, here in a couple of days, we're going to head back to Maui, and then we're going to clear everything out there and uh, try to get back here to Vegas as fast as possible. But yesterday, uh, I had a long day because uh, Stefan Georgi, uh, the host of A Road to a Billion and a world-class copywriter and just a super nice guy. He had a a one-day mastermind event here in Las Vegas at the Red Rock Casino, which is uh, just right around the corner from where I'm staying right now. And uh, I decided to go. And I was glad I did. And, you know, it got me fired up about masterminds in general. We've never really talked about them on the show. So I wanted to take some time in this episode to talk about what a mastermind group is, how it can help you, how it's helped me, uh, and also maybe share some of the big takeaways that I got from yesterday, because there were there was a, a quite a group of people there. There were a lot of a lot of copywriters. Um, you know, there were a few people that were just starting out. You know, trying to get their their traction with clients and things like that with copywriting. Uh, but there were also a lot of ecom people. Uh, there were people there from V Shred you know, a company that does over $200 million a year. Uh, there were a few other, uh, you know, eight and nine and 10 figure uh, marketers there. So it was really great. We had uh, three or four or five, something like that speakers. And I'll talk a little bit about each one, but let's talk about the mastermind group in general first. So, you know, mastermind groups have, I suspect have probably been around since you know, man started, man and women started gathering together, right? Um, I know Benjamin Franklin, I believe, was in a, a, a group that was similar to a mastermind group. But what what is a mastermind group? Well, Napoleon Hill really popularized that term mastermind in his book, Think and Grow Rich. And uh, he described the mastermind principle as the coordination of knowledge and effort between two or more people who work towards a definite purpose and a spirit of harmony. No two minds ever come together without thereby creating a third invisible, intangible force, which may be likened to a third mind, also known as the mastermind. 
And uh, that's how Napoleon Hill explained it in his book. That is really what has launched uh, an entire business. The mastermind business is huge today. There are literally thousands of mastermind groups all over the world. Uh, some of them free, some of them super secret. You have to be invited into them. Like there's no like clear way to get into them. Uh, there are also a lot of paid mastermind groups and they can range from, you know, a few hundred dollars to, you know, tens of thousands to millions of dollars. I know, you know, there's the Mavericks mastermind group. That's a big one. There's a, uh, you know, there's war room, uh, Russell Brunson had a, you know, a $25,000 mastermind. There's, uh, Stefan Georgi runs a mastermind called copy accelerator. Uh, you know, there's lots of mastermind groups out there, uh, that are paid that you can, you know, that you can pay to be a part of, but are they worth it? And, and what's the value you get from them? We're going to talk a little bit about that, but I'd also like to point out too, that a mastermind group could just be a group of people that work in a business together or that are, you know, it could be a group of peers. Like if you, you know, if you're a, if you're a, uh, if you were a tax attorney or a web developer, let's say web developer, if you're a web developer and uh, you meet three or four other web developers and you guys kind of get together and talk about web development and help each other out, like that is a mastermind group, right? So, you know, even, uh, you know, you want, in a mastermind group, you want people that are smart and those things, of course, right? But it's usually just the power of the group that is what helps you to move forward. And so, you know, I talk a lot about surrounding yourself with successful people and doing all those things and uh, mastermind groups and these these types of groups are another way to do that. So what can you get from a mastermind group? Well, one, you get to hang around a lot of smart people. And, you know, I heard Brian Kurtz say this, and actually someone else, uh, one of the speakers yesterday said this as well. And it's very, and this is, uh, I'm starting to realize how true this is. And that is, if you're in a room of, of people in your industry or marketers and you're the smartest person in the room, you are in the wrong room. Unless those people are paying you to be the smartest person in the room and teach them how to do stuff. Other than that, you should be in rooms of people that are smarter, that are doing bigger things than you, that are doing the things you want to do and you want to be hanging around with them. And when you start to get to a certain level, one of the best ways to do that is by joining a mastermind group because that's where a lot, a lot of high-level people join and participate in these mastermind groups, right? Because they know it works. It's, it's, it's a tool that they've used to become successful and so they continue to participate in them, right? And uh, so it is a way to get and, and meet these high-level people that are doing things that you want to do. And not only can you hear what they're doing, but they'll hold you accountable and it'll inspire you and all those things. So in my personal experience, you know, uh, a few years ago, uh, Nick and I got invited to join a mastermind group. And, you know, at the time, I, I want to say we were doing about, you know, maybe a little under 500000 a year in revenue and we got into this mastermind group and, you know, we learned stuff, we made connections and, you know, within, you know, within one year we had doubled our revenue and we were doing over a million dollars. So 
that wouldn't have been possible had we not been a part of the mastermind group. Um, so it's definitely the value is there, right? Like it was very worth it for, for us to be in the mastermind group. And, you know, another mastermind group I joined was an actually an online mastermind group from Brian Kurtz. If you haven't listened to Brian's podcast episode that I have on his, on over delivering, um, you'll love it. I actually, Brian was my, the first guest on my podcast, and that was a direct result of being a part of of Brian's mastermind group that he calls the Titans Accelerator. And it's an online group that meets virtually. There's Zoom calls, there's a Facebook group. And uh, it it was, as far as mastermind groups goes, it was not expensive, right? It was, I think, you know, a, it's a few hundred dollars a month, or I think you could sign up for, you know, a couple of thousand dollars for the year. Uh, but I've met a lot of people in that group uh, that have been good connections for, you know, uh, my podcast. I've got a lot of my guests out of there. Brian actually reached out to me because he heard I had started a podcast and I was a member of his group, right? He helped introduce me to other people. Uh, Nick and I went to the mastermind. We actually presented at the mastermind about what we're doing in offline sharks and that kind of stuff. Um, so that, you know, I, I've, I'm in my second year of membership of that group because, Again, the connections I've been making have been really, really valuable. Plus, I'm able to go into that Facebook group and post questions and ask stuff. And there's a lot of really smart people in there. Uh, Brian has another mastermind group called Titans that I believe is like 30,000 a year to join. I'm not a member of that, but a lot of the Titans mastermind people are, hang out in the Titans Accelerator Facebook group. So, you know, you have a connection to you know, people like Justin Goff and other big name marketers will be in there and will answer questions if you put them in. So I guess the bottom line is what I'm saying, become a part of a quote mastermind group. Now, what does that look like for you? I don't know what your situation is, right? If you're someone who's just starting and you don't have any money to invest in something like that, to invest in yourself, to do something like that, then maybe you'll want to just try to find some, you know, other people that have the interest you do and start some type of a meetup amongst yourselves. I mean, you can just start right there, right? Like you don't really know the kind of quality people you're going to have and all that stuff, but you could just start there so you could get going. Uh, you could also look around your area for business groups. Um, but if you, if you, you know, if you can put together a budget of like, okay, look, I can invest this much in myself to be a part of a mastermind group, whatever that is, whether it's, you know, a couple of hundred dollars a month or, you know, a few thousand dollars a year. If you have that budget, then you could go around and start looking for a mastermind group that falls in that budget and you could join. And I highly recommend it. Yesterday at Stefan's Mastermind, um, you know, Stefan spoke. We had a guy named Justin Wren, who I'm going to talk about here in a minute. Troy Erickson, the email paramedic. AJ Roberts, the guy who's doing growth for Kartra a really big company. There was an e-com panel, um, you know, people from v Shred spoke. So uh, a guy there who had just done some stuff for Jordan Belfort, the Wolf of Wall Street. So a really amazing uh, collection of people and a lot of great information. So let's talk about uh, some of my key takeaways from yesterday. So I want to start off with uh, Justin Wren. So for those of you that don't know Justin Wren, Justin uh, is a MMA fighter. He's retired now, but he was an MMA fighter. And uh, he has a book out uh, called Fight for the Forgotten, and that's his charity organization. And so 
while Justin was fighting in MMA, he he decided to he wanted to help people in Africa, specifically the pygmy uh, population there. And Justin's, the title of his talk was, I will make you cry without even throwing a punch. And I have to be honest, I did get emotional at some points in his talk. It was very heartwarming, the things he's doing, uh, not just with helping in Africa where he has a team that goes there and they drill wells and they bring fresh water to these villages that don't have fresh water. You know, and he talked about all of the, you know, the, the suffering and the things that are happening over there. But he also has a thing with bullying and uh, spreading the word about bullying uh, thing, hashtag stand with Raiden. Uh, and, you know, he was talking about that experience. And, you know, it just reminded me that it's so important to uh, to think of other people and to help them, right? We can get so wrapped up in building a business and trying to get our piece of the quote pie that we forget there's other people out there that are that are very, very less fortunate and we should do our part to help them as well. And one of the, you know, one of the one of the things that that Justin really drove home in his talk was that you may think you can't make a difference, but you know, even the smallest thing can make a big difference. And one of the stories he used was that uh, uh, he got bit by a mosquito. He's had malaria three times going over to Africa to help these people. And uh, he talks about how that little tiny mosquito, he's a big guy, right? MMA fighter, big guy. He's like how that little tiny mosquito could pretty much bring him to his knees with malaria. And, uh, you know, just as, a, as an analogy of how even when you're, uh, you know, even when you don't think you have any connections, even when you don't think there's anything you can do, you can really do that. And, you know, through Justin's organization, Fight for the Forgotten, you know, making, you know, if you make a donation to that organization, even as little as, I think he said that $25 helps give one family water, right? Like for five grand, they can build a house for a family. And, you know, it doesn't take much to be able to help. And, so uh, Justin's Justin's group is called Fight for the Forgotten. And if you want to check out what he's doing there, uh, you can just head over to fightfortheforgotten.org. F-I-G-H-T-F-O-R-T-H-E-F-O-R-G-O-T-T-E-N.org. I'll put a link to that on the show notes page of this episode. Uh but I would encourage you to go over there and see what Justin is doing. Look at his story. It was really amazing. And, uh, you know, if what Justin is doing resonates with you, I would encourage you to make make a donation, right? Get get um, Step a little bit out of yourself and put something out in the universe to, to help some others. So Justin was a really great talk. It was awesome to start the mastermind off that way, you know, with with your why. And one of the things Justin said is when he used to get in the ring and he fought, fought in MMA, He's like, I always knew that I could beat the other guy because I had way more whys than he did. And he's like, you know, hey, that guy may have a family. That may be why he's fighting. He's like, look, I got a family too. Like we both have, we both have like canceling out whys there. He's like, but I knew every time I stepped in the ring, I was fighting to bring clean water to a family that may not survive if I didn't win this fight because that's where the money was going. He's like, and so I just had way more wise and that's why I did well as an ML uh, fighter. And uh, I thought that was great because I've always heard, hey, you got to know your why. 
but I've never heard anyone say like, hey, the reason I win is because I have a lot more reasons why than the other people. And uh, I thought that was really great. So that was Justin's talk. Again, I encourage you to go to fightfortheforgotten.org and make a donation if you so feel inclined. Uh, a great cause, great, a great thing. This episode of What's the Secret Podcast is sponsored by Offline Sharks. Offline Sharks, where website designers, social media experts, SEO professionals can get custom software tools and training on how to quickly scale and grow their digital agencies. If you're looking to build reoccurring revenue into your agency and go from one to two clients to six figures and beyond, Offline Sharks is the place to do it. So head over to offlinesharks.com forward slash Tom and start growing your agency today. There was a panel on e-com, but I had to leave to, to do a Facebook live show. So there's a little lesson for you. Even when you're out doing things like this, sometimes you got to go work. So I didn't get to see the e-com panel, but when I came back, uh, Stefan Georgi did his talk and Stefan's talk was all about testing and optimizing e-com buy pages. And there was uh, a lot of good takeaways from this. My biggest takeaway from Stefan's talk, uh, one is, you know, Stefan has a supplement company that does $60 million a year, but he's a super down to earth, regular guy. Like he, he's just awesome. So you know, look, uh, you know, you can be ultra successful and be an awesome person too and really share what your experience has been. So Stefan was talking about optimizing these buy pages and the big takeaway was like, there's there's lots of different things you should try on your buy pages and you should never really be satisfied with um, the status quo, right? Like you should be trying different things, testing different stuff uh, so you can see. But here's some of the big ones that he recommends to his clients that you always start out by testing. So on a typical e-commerce buy page, uh, I'm going to see if I can describe this well. You'll typically see three options, right? There's going to be a basic, usually a high-end, and like a middle package on, on e-com sites. Like if someone's selling a supplement, they'll have like a one-bottle option, a three-bottle option, and a six-bottle option, right? Sometimes there's graphics like this is the most popular, this is the best value, right? And the pricing is there. And there'll be, there'll be buy buttons at the, you know, all throughout the page. So one of the things that, that Stefan often tests is removing the buy button from above the fold. And what that means is when somebody lands on your web page, uh, everything that they're, well, the first thing they see is what's called above the fold. And a lot of e-commerce people put the product, some sales copy, and they put a buy button right there. And uh, Stefan said, you should always test removing that buy button and leaving the buy button down the page. The thought process being that, hey, you have this sales letter, you have all the sales copy. So you want people to scroll down the page to find the buy button because along the way, they may read your bullet points. They may read more of the copy. They may get sold even though they're not quite as sold when they first land. And um, we've tested this on some of our stuff at Offline Charts too, and it can make a difference. Uh, but it doesn't work for everything. Stefan was very... Uh, quick to point out that this doesn't work for every offer, every product. So that's why you want to test it out and see if it makes a difference for you. He talked about the order options. So I mentioned, you know, a lot of supplement companies will have, and there were a lot of supplement marketers here at the event. Um, a lot of supplement companies will have a one, a three, and a six bottle option. 
And the way that they'll position those on the page is they'll have the one bottle option on the left, the three bottle option in the middle, and the six bottle option on the far right. And Stefan said, you should you should switch that around, have the six bottle option in the middle, and you highlight that box and have a thing that says most popular, best value. And uh, so it goes one, six, three. And with your, with your pricing, right, instead of putting below each of those options, the total price, you want to put below those bottles the price per bottle, right? Because the person is buying in bulk and they're going to get a discount. So it may say like, look, one bottle is $69, but if you buy three bottles, it's $59 per bottle. And if you buy six bottles, it's $49 per bottle, but it doesn't show the complete price of that. Hope that makes sense. Uh, I thought that was a great uh, a great tip. So optimizing those options, because you know when you're do, when you're running something like an ecom supplement offer, you know your average order value is really super important. So you always want to be pushing the thing that's going to get your average order value up, because the average order value is what directly affects how much marketing you can run, how much you can spend to acquire a customer. So if you can get your AOV up, you can spend more to acquire a customer. If you can spend more to acquire a customer than your competition, then you can beat them, right? So it's super important. So you always want to focus them on the things that are going to get your AOV up, which is buying more of what they're buying. The other thing he mentioned that I that I was like, oh, I need to check that because I'd never thought of that is order options on mobile. So setting your order op- options up that way on desktop with 163 may be really great, but when somebody's on a mobile, they can't be uh, horizontal like that. So, you know, they come in vertical. So you'll want to like optimize your your mobile to reflect that change as well because they'll often go for the first thing. Someone mentioned something about Sam Ovens and his funnel that I thought was really good, which was getting reviews for your product. So one of the things Stefan was talking about was testing your headlines, uh, different things like that. And they mentioned Sam Evans, how he does this thing where once you finish his coaching program, you can go in and leave a review, right? And then you'll get this thing for free, which is his uh, next program that helps you with what he just taught you, right? So he has this coaching program. He's got another program. So if you go to Sam Evans at the end and you leave a video review and talk about how great his program is, he'll give you free access to this next thing. So it's a little bit of a bribe for a five-star review. And they talked about getting these reviews because you can use those in your headlines. Like if you have a product or something, uh, let's say you run an agent, let's say you run an agency and you've got, you know, 25, 50, 100 five-star reviews from clients, you would want to, you could use that in your headline on your website. Like, look, the only company with over 500 five-star reviews, right? So that's how we got on the subject of reviews. And people are talking about the best way to generate reviews is to do that, right? Like to give them something for taking the action. So look, here's, you know, please leave us a review. And this is the thing we're going to do, whether it's access to some other product, whether it's a discount on their next order, whatever it is, but some incentive for them to leave a review. Oh, another thing Stefan talked about uh, with on the e-commerce side is the email follow-up, right? So somebody somebody buys, they come to the page, but they don't buy. Do you have an email follow-up and what does that look like? And so 
you know, one of the things that came out of that conversation was really bringing personalization and character to the emails from a company, right? And what they mean by that is like, his wife has a skincare, a vegan skincare company that they sell products for. And so like one of the things they do is when somebody purchases a product, they get this email that's like, hey, our our shipping department cheered when they saw your order come in, right? Like they're infusing personality into the into the company. They're creating this like world, right? Where a person could see the shipping department and all the people going crazy for them. Like putting those kinds of things in your email may feel like kind of over the top and cheesy to you, but customers absolutely love it. Ben Settle actually talks a lot about this. He calls it world building, right? Like, and I always think about this with with uh, our company, Offline Sharks. Like, I always think people should have this picture in their head of what headquarters looks like and who all's there and how they interact. And, you know, there can be feuds and there's just all the stuff you can do when you do that, right? That will create, um, create an engaging atmosphere for your customers. So I thought that was really good as well. So that was Stefan's talk. Uh, then AJ Roberts came on. AJ Roberts is the guy that's... Uh, running Karcher right now, powering the growth there. And uh, AJ did a talk on uh, six secrets for success. I found AJ's talk was was uh, was really great. I resonated with a lot of what he said, right? He, again, another, a, a guy who has had a lot of success early on. He's worked with a ton of the big names in marketing, Frank Kern, Mike Filsame, uh, Andy Jenkins, obviously, like, you know, all, all these big, these big time people had a, uh, a significant level of success, but also realized that like, you know, with success, there comes responsibility and like, yes, you can make a lot of money, but you can also spend a lot of money too. And so he had six things that uh, I thought were pretty good. I'm going to quickly run through some of them and then touch on the ones that I thought were good. The first one he said was, uh, mind your own business, basically meaning like, Hey, you need to focus on your business, what you're doing. You need to not worry about what other people are doing. The second uh, thing he shared was what he called the truth will set you free. And it was this idea that like you, you know, and I think I talked a little bit about this on an episode about right thinking, where you need to really be able to see what the reality is, not what you want it to be. For instance, just because somebody does, uh, you know, $10 million in revenue doesn't mean they made $10 million, right? Like, you can do $10 million in revenue and lose money. Like that is absolutely possible. So, you know, that's the truth of the situation. So, you know, when you hear people throwing numbers around like that, you always want to look at, well, what's the reality of that? Like just because they're doing 10 million doesn't mean their model might be good. Like they may be losing money, right? So the truth will set you free. Number three was money loves speed. We've talked about that a lot. That means just get to implementation as fast as possible. Uh, number four was patience, grasshopper, and just meaning that success takes time, right? Number five was go deep. So he talked about like, you know, when you have something that's working, going deep and figuring out why it's working. And he talked specifically about Frank Kern. And, you know, the thing that Frank Kern did in the beginning was he had this dog training product. And it wasn't that Frank's sales page was so great about the dog training product, but what Frank figured out is like, oh, I can just make the same version of that sales page, but geared toward every different breed of dog. So he serialized it, right? So that's going deep, right? Like I've got this page that's working, but hey, look, if I make it so that there's, you know, a page for every breed of dog, people will feel like I'm specifically talking to them. And then number six, which really ties into this episode was who knows you, 
Not who do you know, but who knows you. And that means what connections are you making? What are you doing out in the world to build up uh, these things? Even if you're building an online business, connections are super important. And as we're talking about in this episode, masterminds are a great way to do that. All right, I'm gonna. I know this episode's going kind of long, so I'm gonna wrap this up with the final speaker and a couple of key takeaways. The final speaker was Justin or uh, Troy Erickson, and uh, Troy is the email paramedic. Uh, I'll put a link to his site uh, on the show notes of this page. I've also done a podcast episode with Troy. You should check that out. Um, but Troy talked about email deliverability and some things you could do with your email. And uh, I'll just tell you two big things that I that that I pulled out of there. So number one was. Uh, you know, one of the things you want to do when you have an email list, and we do this at Offline Sharks, is you want to send, you know, you want to ask them what it is they want to know, right? That helps you figure out what to create, what they want to hear about. So, you know, you want to send something like, hey, you know, what's your number one, would you mind taking a few minutes and telling me your number one problem with blank? Like whatever market niche or thing you're in. So one of the one of the things that Troy did that I thought was really great was, he creates a Google document of frequently asked questions. So he puts the frequently asked question and then, you know, the answer is all on this Google doc. And so when he sends out an email like that, that says, hey, tell me what your number one problem is with email marketing. Like he tries to respond to everybody, but he also has an automatic reply set up so that when they, when they answer what their problem is, they get this other email that says, hey, thanks for answering my question. Here's a Google Doc I put together with all the answers to the questions. Here's the questions I cover. And uh, in that Google Doc, he actually has links to some of his products that help solve those problems. So he said he makes sales that way. And uh, I thought this, and it cuts down on customer support. I thought this was a great idea. He also said at some point, everyone on your list should get this Google Doc. He even uses it as a lead magnet. Uh, so I thought this was a really great idea if you're a product creator, course creator, uh, software person and you're and you're not doing this, I think you should. We're going to be implementing this at Offline Sharks. Uh, so that was really great. Uh, another thing uh, he mentioned is if you're using Stripe as a payment processor, make sure you have your domain set up as the sending domain for the receipts because people opening emails is what gets your uh, sender score up for deliverability. And people always open transaction emails to look at their receipts. So, you know, the default, I think, is stripe.com, but you want to go in and make sure you set it up to your domain so that it does that. Um, and then the last one, uh, the last tip he gave, which I thought was another good one, is when people unsubscribe from your list, you can send them to a page, right? A lot of people send people that unsubscribe to a page that says, tell us why you're unsubscribing, blah, 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 blah. Well, what Troy does is he sends into a page that has that on there, but it also has a couple of his products on there uh, where they can click and buy. And he said, you wouldn't believe how many people unsubscribe and then buy something on that page. So I thought that was another really good tip as well. Look, I know this episode went kind of long, but it was an all-day mastermind. I got a ton of value out of it. There are a lot of really smart people there. Plus, you know, there's the networking and the connections and all the things you make at these type of events. Masterminds are definitely something you should be doing, whatever that looks like for you. And if you're in a position where you can't start big, start small and uh, just grow out from there, but start making those connections. I thought that thing AJ Roberts said is so true. Who knows you, right? Start, if you're, you know, if you're just buying products and you're looking to put a product out eventually, start interacting with the people you buy products from. Do they know your name? Like, 
that if you'll listen to any of my episodes, if you read the Milk It, the Milk It Method Guide, you'll see that's how I kind of broke into this as well. Um, I'm not going to go into all the details of that right now. Check out, if you want to hear about that, go, go to TomGaddis.com, download the Milk It Method. I talk about it in there. I'll explain all the details, all that stuff. But look, thanks so much for listening to this episode of What's the Secret Podcast. Uh, next week, I will be... I should be back in Maui. So I'm excited for that, getting ready for the move back to Vegas. Uh, have a great rest of your week. Uh, stay safe. Also, if you enjoyed this episode, go to wherever you listen to this podcast. Leave me a, uh, a review. I'd really appreciate that. You can also find any links, any resources about this episode at tomgaddis.com on the page for this episode. And again, download the Milk It Method. There's nothing to buy there. It's just a free resource that's the strategy of I've used to grow two very successful businesses. So thanks again for listening. Stay safe out there and practice aloha. And I will see you next week on What's the Secret Podcast. Once again, thank you so much for carving out the time to hear what was shared on today's podcast. If you found it helpful, then please share it with someone else. Just simply share the link or post it on Facebook and say, check this out. Really make my day if you did that. Also, make sure you subscribe if you haven't already so every podcast gets sent straight to you and you don't have to go searching for it. Again, my name's Tom Gaddis, and I'll see you next week on What's the Secret Podcast. Aloha for now, everyone.